0: and through the hourglass
1: today is the longest day of my life
2: welcome back to the longest days of our lives a 24 fan cast it is day two hour 12 and i am one of your hosts jack bauer superfan mike cushing
1: and i'm another one of your hosts 24 newbie
0: curtis perry and i am your third and final host and jack bauer superfan michael howard
1: well fellas
0: welcome
2: to the 7 p.m hour it's time Mm. It's the bad one.
0: It's oh uh, man, this one was This is the episode where we learn to hate
1: every single <laughs> character on the <this> show. <laughs> yeah, not I, just I, the I, Warners. Yeah. I mean I mean, yeah, no, nah, nobody you know what though? I, here, I will I will sell you who's good. Fucking Tony.
2: Mm. Tony. Mm. You see? The yeah. moral
1: center of the show. <laughs> that is true. He, he keeps he Mr. keeps Mr. Anthony doing it. Almeida. Everybody else sucks.
2: Yeah, um. and even Jack's like redemption in this episode, where he like gives someone the stink eye. Um, <laughs> no, for uh, yeah, it's <laughs> no. the, everyone's bad. Everyone's a bad. person. Everyone's
0: very bad. They're all bad. Uh,
1: the, the, also, also the Imam. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> he a, a naive,
0: a naive, beautiful baby lamb.
1: Traipsing
2: he didn't try through the meadows. very
0: hard to convince him. He was like, I know, you I know, you shouldn't know. do that so, shit. Yeah, he's we'll like, get into this. I'm going to do it anyways. Like,
2: the Mostly imam is like the good. token writer's room service to like, hey, yeah, we know Islam's not bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, we open up after the split screen. It's around 7.02 and we see some EMTs arriving at the mosque to remove the horribly burned man who was the imposter Syed Ali. Uh, they push a gurney past the imam. Captain yeah. Short Pants.
1: what? why is there medical equipment on the gurney? Dude's done. <laughs> Just in
2: case. You know? <laughs>
0: We can revive him. They're trying um, to get the. They're going to get the organs, maybe.
2: I think those ones are <laughs> sous-vide to to hell and back.
0: Those ones are. Those ones are. No, the the, nice, the char has kept them moist on the inside. Oh
1: God, no,
2: no. <laughs> just, just don't. I don't really know how cooking works, so that might be right.
1: <laughs> anyway. It's got dark way too quick, y'all.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, Agent Tom Baker, played by Daniel DeKim kim is,
1: is trying to order Kate uh, Warner to step outside the mosque. But she's like, Try. time out. Did you just make Daniel Day-Kim into some kind of Norwegian Daniel DeKim? kim Did I? I didn't mean to.
0: <laughs> I called him Daniel Day-Lewis before, so. Yeah. So, Michael's the more egregious.
2: So. I'm just trying to be brisk and efficient in this episode. Okay. Yeah. And okay. if I roll I'm through done. some I'm words. Done. No more comments from this guy. You're no, good? no. Com- I mean, I thrive on your comments. Those no, are Do your thing. All right, well, anyway. Um. Jack comes comes downstairs and says, "Ah, Kate can stay because we need her to make a final ID. I final ID on Ali. And Tom just nods and then shows Jack a burnt piece of paper that was in the pocket of the uh, man who was wearing Sayedali's clothes. Which I don't know why you would leave like clues to your mm-hmm. master terrorist plot in the pants that you were burning on a, a willing stooge. But well,
0: he was he was assuming that the the pants were going to go up. The the note was going to go up where it's going to be okay
2: that's fair um didn't work out that way no. um Did not. due to the timely intervention of Jack and agent uh Tom Baker um but for some reason they rolled the the uncovered burnt charred body of this guy past the imam um and Jack orders that paper sent to CTU to, to see what they can find and then uh the imam al um uh walks up and Jack asks him if are you protecting Syed Ali? And the imam just says, if Ali murdered an innocent, he's just as guilty in the eyes of Islam as he is in yours. To which,
0: what does Jack do again? Well, I mean, the guy didn't really answer the question. Sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jack just, man, he just spills those nuclear beans again.
2: Real quick. I real guess fast. once the beans are open, you just got to slam.
0: Just spill them wherever you can. And like, I was just like, okay, we're just... We're just saying it now, just in front of everybody?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, like, once you're slinging those beans... Yeah. I mean, to be fair to Jack, they said it's going to happen today, and it's, it's 7 o'clock. That's a good point. It's 7 p.m., man. You know? Shit Spe- might get real soon. Which, speaking of which, in in Jack does have a
2: pretty great line later regarding that, uh, but he tells the imam, and the imam just goes, are you sure? It's like, why do you think I brought... A hundred agents and raided your mosque and a dude set himself on fire in the kid's prayer
0: room. It seems just a normal day here.
2: That so, happens literally every prayer. I
0: forget. So where where is this mosque? Like, where are they right now? Are they outside the blast radius?
2: No, they're like, no. Near,
0: near downtown LA. Okay. Yeah. So he just told this imam and then like the imam is still standing there. I'd be like, oh, cool! Thanks for no know- Thanks for telling me. Yeah, there me. would be
2: an Imam shaped dust cloud. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Kind of no the, the old after image style. Yeah. So, so Jack gives a final like kind of casualty estimate of one to two million people dead if it goes off, which is why they need to find Ali. And um, the Imam just says, "Well, I can't be any more honest with you, but he says if you find him, perhaps I can talk to him in a way that you cannot as a fellow Muslim."
0: And I'm pretty sure this guy ain't got no laughing place to go to. Yeah. I'm also not... I'm not convinced that he doesn't know some shit.
2: Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how far I trust his innocent act, but, you know, we'll see. Um. So, in the meantime, Jack just nods at him and gets called away, Uh. says thank you to the mom, and a CTU agent leads him to a hidden trap door that wasn't on any schematics, which, once Jack jumps down the, uh, the hidey hole... I don't know how it wasn't because it's pretty built up to code. Um not sure how they kept
0: that hidden. Also so I mean granted I don't know exactly how the the mosques work, but I was under the impression that the imam is like the head of the mosque, right? Right.
1: He's like the pastor/reverend. Right,
0: but he doesn't he doesn't know there's a trap door leading to a secret bunker well, underneath. Well, yeah, I don't know. A, I mean like if you get rug? by the, like
1: like Catholic Catholic priests get like placed into their churches. I don't know if that's the same for moms. mobs. I don't. I guess so true. maybe he didn't you know maybe he didn't build the place, he just kinda gets put there. Got shifted I don't know. there. Yeah. But it's Very like possible. right under a rug. Right but under a rug, you probably quick, would have found that during spring cleaning. <laughs> quick question for you boys. Mm-hmm. How bad do y'all want y'all's houses to have trap doors in, mm. like, mm-hmm. just fucking hidden mm-hmm. Very badly.
2: I I really want a secret uh, bookshelf, like, on hinges door yeah. with yeah. a secret room. That's the dream. What book, book opens that son of a bitch? Ooh, Count of Money, Cristo. Nah, it's too obvious. Never mind. Mm, yeah, see, can't do
1: it. Can't do mm. it. You have yeah, to I have pick the, a book that, book no, book one's that gonna, no one's gonna read. Yeah. Like, I have, yeah. Um,
0: I have Kellogg on marketing back there, so. Yeah, that yeah. one's never getting That more. one's never getting pulled mm-hmm. ever again.
1: Yeah,
2: no. Curtis, how about you? What's your book?
1: I don't want to say it, cause I'll get I'll get shamed by my my family.
0: <laughs> Curtis, your family doesn't the listen fam- to this fam- podcast. The family Bible.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's no the
2: one's thing. No, no one's pulling that. No one's pulling that out hmm. except when when Grandma comes to visit. She's gonna be like, oh, I remember this. Oops, hidden sex room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit.
0: Oh, secrets out. No, but it does make sense. Like, nobody else wants to pull out somebody else's Bible. That's just that's just rude. Well, see, that's the thing that you got to plan for different contingencies of your audience.
2: Like, what's the perfect book that no one who comes to your house is going to pull? That's that's the tricky one. War and mm. Peace. That's it? Yeah.
0: I might... No, see, because I might pull that and be like, you really
1: have this fucking book? Oh, shit. Secret Sex Room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, hold on. Now I got to think about it. Okay. What book... Oh God! You know, you know what it is. Hmm. What's that? What was that? Um, uh, oh, things fall apart. Ooh, there it is. Yeah,
0: Chino watch uh, about yams, Ch- Yeah, yams fall apart.
2: <laughs> what if you? What if it was like book three of the Left Behind series? <laughs> <laughs> it's like just the third book. That was it.
0: Yeah, because why would you pull out the third one? Because the, the like, first oh, two aren't there. So
2: yeah, I can't even. I can't get into the series now. Yeah. Well, I'm not interested. <laughs> think i've done it
0: (laughs) but then kirk cameron comes over to your house and he pulls that book he's like whoa you got it oh secret sex room i've been in here before (laughs) um so jack
2: jumps down into uh say secret sex room by himself and why does he tell the agent to let him go ahead of himself or let jack go alone
0: doesn't want him to cyanide himself like his like his friendo and my thought was Man, I can't even think of how exactly you would stop somebody from eating a cyanide tablet in your tooth.
2: Well, as fate will have it, we find out. Uh, before we do, what does Jack grab from the CTO agent before he, he jumps down in the hole?
0: The the Billy Club.
2: It's a business. That's sweet. That's sweet club, bro. He grabs his baton. He yes. jumps down. He, he starts walking through uh, the secret room that is on no schematics, very non stealthily moving through the room. And then he hears a sound up ahead as we get a tiny clock. Please take a drink. It is 704. We see a silver sob convertible with a top up driving down the streets. We cut to see Marie Warner driving um, and she receives a call from sadly who tells her that there's been a change of plans and he'll be delayed. And we see him looking out a basement window um, and he tells her to go to this
0: room. This room that's not on any schematics has Has a a window window on street level that literally anyone could have seen. Okay. Cool. Cool. Doesn't exist. Cool. 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 Michael, it doesn't
1: exist on the schematic. Here, here's my thing, fam. If if you are going to set nuclear bomb off and you go to a mosque to pray, a mosque that you know has a secret passageway underneath a a trap door that no one knows about, why wouldn't that some bitch have an exit out to the street? Yeah. Like, pick a different mosque. Yeah. You're bad at this. Like, even the. Even, like,
2: the bookstore that uh, Nina ran through, like, had an exit to the street. She just got trapped behind a grate that was unexpectedly locked. Like, she knew the exit was there. This one just didn't work. Like, I agree with you, Curtis. This is a poorly planned secret room. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's like yeah, a panic room. It's there. not a. It's not an escape room.
1: Pa- panic rooms don't have windows to the street level. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of gets rid of the point of the panic room. People can still get to you.
2: <laughs> well, anyway... <laughs> Ali tells her to go to the rendezvous point and then proceed if he does not arrive within half an hour, and he says, you remember what I said, yes, and she responds affirmatively, Mm -hmm. and then he hangs up, and we hear a bottle clank in the distance, and he begins to stalk through the room, and what happens next? Jack time. (laughs) Jack-a-jack. Old-fashioned bower time. So first of all, I want to note that Jack Bauer did legitimately did the splinter cell throw a bottle to distract the guard and then overpower him. <laughs> that's where that's
1: where they got it from. They stole okay, it from well, Jack he, Bauer. He, yeah, yeah. So so here's the bottle clank, Billy turns around and starts searching. Jack comes up behind him and puts that sweet, sweet Billy Club right in his face.
2: Okay, uh, so can I walk you through Because it? it's pretty like the way Jack does this is pretty sick. Yeah. So, yep, please. So Jack is hiding behind a wall. Sayed Ali is walking through the, the room with his gun out. Jack cracks his wrist with the baton, spins behind him, cracks him over the head, drops him to the ground with his off hand, slams the baton down on the ground to collapse it, shoves it between Ali's teeth and then his hand into Ali's mouth to start grasping for the cyanide capsule. We see agents swarm in. For some reason Kate Warner's along for the ride, which Jack sees and just says, Get her out of here. Get her out of here. And we see blood sw- streaming from Sayadeli's mouth as he's clearly
1: trying to bite down on something. But what does Jack do to stop oh, he the yanks. biting? He yanks that some bitch clear out Sayadelie's mouth. Um I will go back to the fact that Kate that Kate, she did identify Sayad She screams that's Sayadeli. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's true. They drag her out. That's true, and and through through a blood soaked fucking hand, because Cyanide is trying his best to bite that some bitch down. Jack identifies said cyanide <laughs> tooth and got that some bitch out. Can somebody
0: explain to me the the logistics and the physics of a cyanide tooth and
1: how it doesn't? You don't like just you don't kill oh, yourself on accident. Oh fuck! Yeah. Apparently, uh, I mean. What, from all I've known from spy movies, is that you like you bite down really hard on a false thing in like your first second molar, which is what your teeth kind of grind on. But so
0: is it always in there? or You just put it in there when it's special mission time. Cause, I don't like, know. You got to. You eat. have to sleep
2: with a mouth guard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would. If you grind your teeth, I you would, got a problem. I would definitely do it. It was like so I grind my teeth sometimes when I'm like
2: really stressed out, like the night before like a big meeting, and like. Mm-hmm. If I was about to blow up L.A. the next day, you best oh, believe so I'm grinding my teethers in my sleep.
1: Yeah. Then, then you're dead now. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, hey. hey, Sit. counterterrorism unit right there. Um, so Jack says, I have the sign out. Now get him ready. And he picks up Ali's phone, tosses it to Baker and say, find out who he's talking to. And we see a bloody, wild-eyed Ali handcuffed around a concrete post. Very vicious scene. Um. We get a tiny clock. Please take a drink. It's 7.06. Curtis, you just took one. You're fine. We cut to CTU where we see director George Mason kind of struggle to sit down next to Bob Warner, uh, the CIA stringer who uh, is father to Kate and Marie Warner, the one terrorist, one shithead. Um, (laughs) And Bob just kind of looks at George who kind of struggles to sit down and says, you know, it's kind of hard not to sit here. I think that there must be some kind of mistake, even with the evidence that you have
0: which like i get no i I mean i get it yeah
1: yeah it's like
2: not every day that you find out your daughter murdered her fiance and is involved in a nuclear terrorism plot (laughs) yeah it's gotta be a a real tough one (laughs) your sweet sweet girl trying to murder millions yeah and so george who's not looking good pretty much tells bobble well she did it she's defo terrorist so i need you to help me understand the connection decidedly and what does bob say
0: well, apparently, Miss Marie just disappeared when they were go- when they were in London. He was working there, and she was going to school. I mean, and her just- mom died. Yeah, mom died, and mm-hmm. then she just took off and was gone for months? Three to four um, weeks. A month. Yeah, yeah.
1: ran away for a while. I just three to four weeks. Okay. They got the police involved,
0: but couldn't find her, and then she just one day turned up and was like, I'm here. I just need my space. Yeah, so she sent a letter that she was fine, that she was traveling,
2: and she came back and he, Bob says, I was so grateful to see her, I just stopped asking questions. No. And no. And when when Bob no. when Bob was asked that if anything changed, he just says, Well, she wasn't really as politically inclined as she was previously. She no longer flirted with respectable causes. Which George says, Well that's pretty common among radicals. They in order to blend into the background, they just stopped talking about anything of substance. Um And it's three to four weeks long. I mean, I I assume it's probably long enough to be radicalized, maybe,
0: but if you're, like, traumatized, but that seems very quick. I don't know. I mean, cults cults lap up people quicker than that. That's true.
1: Yeah, like, if he was ready to already hate Western society, you never know, because they did live in Saudi Arabia for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't know what she was exposed to before that.
2: I'm surprised Um, we didn't find find out how her mom died. I think, I have a feeling we might, eventually. um, Because I think there's a lot more to...
0: The Bob Warner and, and Marie Warner story here because it, it just doesn't seem like enough for her to become like the right hand right hand woman of the mastermind of the plot, you know? And and there's something here.
2: So George, when he's saying that, like that's how radicals blend into the background, he says handlers train you to stop talking about anything so you can blend in. And Bob just kind of like. Marie had handlers like confused, like he doesn't work for the CIA. Yeah, um, oh,
1: and, oh, he handled her all right, <laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: See,
2: I Sorry. told y'all. <laughs> well, before George can address that, Michelle Dessler from CTU uh barges into the room, interrupts, and uh, we find out that they have scanned the burnt paper fragment sent over by Jack, and there's a barely visible number in the corner of the fragment. Um, they can't tell what it is, but she introduces agent Randy Murdoch
1: oh, who's yeah. okay. <laughs> wearing a hat indoors. He's <laughs> oh, wearing yeah. a
2: fedora indoors and he looks like a douche and fellas, immediate mole suspect. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't it's, like him. It's second half like
2: of the season mole coming right up. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, My first impression was like, okay, I don't trust this dude and I can't tell whether it's the hat or whether he actually is shady. It's the hat. It's right. not not the hat. Yeah, um, it's hat. The hat is like, it's
1: the, the fedora is the sole patch of hats, I Here's think, the is thing. the problem. I, I asked this question, and I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I need to understand something. So Randy yeah. Murdoch is here. Yeah. But I have yet to meet fucking Perry Tanaka or fucking Rayburn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What mm-hmm. the yeah. hell? Well,
0: because Randy here, his CPU is way faster than anything they got, and <laughs> parallel processing could take too long to set up. To be fair, so he's he's, not, I mean, that's not wrong. Maybe actually. he brought his own computer. And to be fair, CT was blown up six hours ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So I, 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 a bomb I, was I, in their mainframe. By the way, I, I knew you guys would
1: bring this up. He, the the words he used aren't incorrect. No, so if I'm not has, saying if he they has are.
2: A, if he I'm has just a, saying no human
0: being a, talks like that.
2: Michael, he's got a sick crypto mining <laughs> rig.
0: He's
1: got so many GPUs on that thing. <laughs> what he would say is that, yeah, my rig's better than yours. Don't worry about that. I'll take care of it. He wouldn't say CPU, because no one said that since 1997. And it's actually interesting that he says the right thing here, because later in this
2: episode, he drops some CSI bullshit that is just that oh he, mind-boggling. Oh, that he
0: does. Let's
1: okay, get to okay. it. Okay, so can, yeah.
0: can we just talk about something kind of embarrassing? Um sure. So, whenever you were playing the old... Video games, Segas, Nintendos, you'd be playing like the the, the fat, skinny middle guy uh, hockey game, right? hmm And the, it always said CPU over the computer player. It did, um, I thought for a long, long time, too long, oh, no. I would say. That, oh, no. That Mm-mm. CPU was just a weird abbreviation for
1: computer. No. No, mm. baby. no. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If I mean you, you was raised in the hood though, so that's okay. I didn't have any. I didn't have a CPU when I was growing up. Yeah, funnily enough, uh, fan. Uh, my father, as the black man, was the engineer, mm-hmm. so I knew what the what these things meant my entire life. But this this young man here, our own Michael Howard, is a moron. Huh? Raised in the ghetto, in in the ghetto. It was in Clearwater. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Clearwater. But 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 let's be honest, Clearwater High School is the get. Mm, good point. It's no Dunedin mm-hmm. but <laughs> let's not even talk about that.
2: Well, speaking of places that are patrolled by armed guards, we cut to the Enrock. We get a tiny <laughs> clock at seven oh nine. Uh this is uh, the I'm Northwest. Sorry. The
1: Enrock
0: is no longer the Enrock. It is just called Teddy's Laughing Place now. It is Teddy's Laughing Place. So
2: we see a Humvee roll at the camp, and then we cut to see NSA, Rogers, NSA chief Roger Stanton uh, still sitting in a bucket of water mm. as Teddy Simmons continues his interrogation, while President David Palmer watches from his office. Can we um, call him Theodore Simmons, please? <laughs> hey Curtis, it's your problem. You named your son after this madman. Okay, that one's on you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go with Theo though. I can do that. So David's chief of staff, Mike Novick, enters and informs Palmer that uh, Jack's interrogation of Ali is about to begin, and Palmer says, "Well, give Jack any any resources he needs," which, as we'll find out in a moment, Jack stretches those resources to Real literally far. the literally <laughs> the ends of the earth. Um, and Mike just kind of sees David watching this interrogation on the monitors, which. Is massively fucked up to just watch an old man get tortured and just sit there at your desk, like with the windows of your office open. I
0: think, I think he feels like he he needs to watch it so that he doesn't kind of like lose himself. Lose? yeah. Because he's like, look, mm. if, I, if I'm gonna if I have to make this guy suffer for this, like, I'm gonna make Which, myself suffer. I think he feels like he's being noble.
1: Yeah, Which Fuck it, you, David. I know that,
2: that comes just, up later in this episode. Mm. in a weird way like david tries to recapture some like prestige i think in his own eyes yeah which i get like we'll get there but david palmer um, seems
0: to be a very insecure person that like kind of puts an air of like oh I'm, i'm i'm a badass i'm very moral uh
1: yeah no i think i like it's it goes back to me hating david palmer again yeah, I'm for, sorry. There, there are some decisions I, I, I can understand. If our president was to tell me, "Hey, I had in my face the death of millions of people," I tortured a dude. I'd say, you know what? I get it. But Palmer's too good, too show sure to even admit that he. Just want, no, I, I had to watch it, so I made sure that everything was okay. That's what he wants to be able to say. Is I stopped yeah. it was, when it got too bad. And it, it, so we'll, we'll get to
2: what happens in a bit. But um, so again, so. David looks up at Mike and says that uh, Agent Simmons says he and Stanton both received the same training at resisting interrogation, but, quote, everyone breaks eventually. And in the background on the monitor, we hear Simmons telling Stanton that he's increasing the voltage, and we hear the defibrillator begin to whine as it charges, and we cut to commercial at 7.10. We come back at 7.14. Um, And Tony Almeida is on the phone with the Sheriff's office, saying that we know Kim Bauer entered the forest at a certain point. And George overhears this and tells Tony to focus on finding the fucking bomb, not on Kim. Oh, he he tells him. <laughs> what does he say about Kim specifically?
1: Uh, She's outside of the blast yeah. radius. Yeah. I mean, then, that, the rest of LA isn't. Stay focused on the yeah. bomb, Tony. I'm with G-Mace here. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Okay, you lost Kim, but you lost her literally miles outside of where the nuke's going to blow up. Fuck that. Find the nuke. Yeah, but I get it. Like, Tony can... I mean. He
0: can take 30 seconds to call the sheriff. Well, the thing I think here,
2: I actually really commiserate with Tony because he reiterates that as like, I promised Jack that I would ensure And you don't Kim want safety. to be on
0: Jack's bad side.
2: Well, it's not just that. It's like, he was tasked with this last season too. Like, again, Kim, but like not just Kim, with Terry too. Like, I don't, I think, I think Tony is very cognizant of like the burden that like CTU probably, or that like what CTU owes to Jack. Like, I think he, I think he's <laughs> no, aware of that.
0: No, I think. I think that uh, Jack, he's terrified of Jack and Jack threatened to murder him in the face after he let Terry die. And now he's like, I cannot let this happen again. He will literally kill me.
2: That's fair. Um, so George tells Tony to just stay focused on the bomb. And then he turns away and begins to trot up the steps to his office. But about halfway up, he pretty much doubles over in pain, which clearly his radiation poisoning is... Uh, Taking Aww. deep root. um, And right after George yells at him, what does Tony do? He calls the
1: sheriff back. calls that sheriff back. <laughs> <laughs> <talking> about Kim. <laughs>
2: yeah. And he asks for the ranger station saying say, like, we know where they went, so go find them. And Michelle just kind of stares at him. We get a tiny clock at 7.15. And, well, lo and behold, we cut right to the, the girl herself, Kim Bauer, That's um, dang. who somehow still has not yet figured out how to release herself from a looped cougar snare. Oh, um, man. Jesus and Christ. she hears some rustling in the distance, and she picks up a big stick, and then tries to hide behind a rock until she can kind of make out that it's a person stalking through the trees. A who wild deer appears, calls out to her, and who is it? Fuck. It's fucking Johnny Drama. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> <The> Drama.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Why is <laughs> drama in this show, guys? I need, I need to know why.
2: This is pre entourage Johnny Drama. This is just simple. Care. Okay. Kevin Dillon. I wrote Matt Dillon because I did it wrong.
1: <laughs> I did a, I did a bad. <laughs> they wanted Matt Dillon, but they had to get Kevin. It's like, getting, it's like getting Jim Hanks, right? You're like, oh, can we get Tom Hanks? You can have Jim. Well, gotcha. shit. All right. Well, well, this is the Toy Story <laughs> video game after all, so fine. Um,
2: but, uh, yeah, I mean, this was the height of Matt Dillon's prowess uh, in the acting career. Um, so the man walks up with... Uh, a rifle and some gear, including a lantern. And he puts that down and then he lets her out of the trap <laughs> in about five seconds. He just,
0: he like pretends like he's having trouble with it, but then eventually he just finds where it's
1: looped and then just goes, just pulls it apart really slow. Are we, are we are we surprised? It's Kim. It's Kim.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to combine this scene and the next thing they have. Um, so he kind of patches up her torn ankle and like wraps her foot in some gauze. And then he says, uh, I'll figure out how to get you to the nearest ranger station tomorrow and kim's like nah i'm good i'll just walk back to the highway and he's like lots well, of miles away and it's in cougar country so um, how did she my... get a couple
0: miles away from the highway though she
2: wasn't running that quickly no, or in a she... straight line so yeah, i don't know no. but he says my place is about a half mile away and yeah, kim good, appears good to consider it. it so we get a tiny clock at 7 17 please take a drink and uh Outside the mosque, we kind of see a crowd gathered for some reason and an unmarked satellite truck. Um, And we see CTU agents running like thick wires into the mosque, um, apparently to set up a live video feed um, of the room where Ali is being held, which I kind of just thought Jack was going to like send the uh, interrogation back to CTU to be kind of watched live. Um, And Agent Baker and Kate um, are kind of waiting outside the room where Ali is and uh, the imam walks past, and we see Jack Bauer, who's kind of leaned in front of Saeed and he grabs the back of his head to stare into his eyes and says, I know who you are. I know everything that you've done. Where is the bomb? Then he just beats the shit out of him a little bit, yeah. which at the time seemed a little unfocused for a Jack Bauer interrogation, um, but it makes sense, I think,
1: here. Yeah, I I kind of said that was, that's not Jack's laughing place. No, yeah. just beating. Yeah, Come no, is, is I actually wrote do?
0: he doesn't seem to be enjoying it. Right.
2: It, like, it seemed very utilitarian. And he just says, you're wasting my time, which is, for all things considered, pretty close to running out of time. Mm, yep, um. Right. um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I, it when I saw it, I was like, this doesn't seem like Jack. And I, I think it sets up something in the in the future. So I'll save that. But Ali just looks up and says, you're the one wasting time since I woke up today knowing that I would die. And Jack just says, oh, I can make you die with more pain than you've ever imagined. And he snaps one of Ali's fingers, which for some reason, both the imam and Kate Warner can see and hear. And Baker leads Kate away. And Ali just says, this pain just means I'll have more pleasure in paradise. And
0: who who enters the room at this point? Uh, the imam. Yeah. He comes in, I guess, to try to do his persuasion. Uh, but And basically tries to convince him that... The Quran doesn't say that <laughs> you can just go kill innocent people. And the guy's like, yeah, we, well, we, we read different Qurans, I guess.
1: Yeah. Nope. This is- nope. Same book, bro. Yeah, Just your dick. So Mom tells
0: me, you've twisted the prophet's word,
2: and the murder of millions will not earn you a place in paradise. And he's just kind of like, nah, bro.
0: Sorry. <laughs> we'll see. He actually says to him, like, we can continue this debate when I see you there. Right. Which... All these, I mean, that's a. I mean, it's a good line. I'm not. going to It's gonna a gangster lie, line. It's a
1: gangster move, it's a, man. It's a
0: good line, but like, come on, man.
2: How mad would you be though if you, if like, if
1: you were the imam and you're like, ah, oh, Beans, he's here. <laughs> Shit. Uh-huh. It, like, yeah, it would. So, like, like if I get to if I get to heaven and I see like Mike Pence, I'm like, God damn it, he did it. <laughs> fuck. You know, he was right. Kinda. Well, fuck. I don't even want to be here. You know, he called his wife mother. That's weird, dude. It'll At least he hated everyone. Yeah, for the weirdness and the hatred, just leave him outside for a bit. Is there like a cooler, like more chill heaven? That yeah. Could be That's Where what, do the
0: cool uh, folks go? Can I just go to the good place this TV show? That'd be fine. Oh, guys, but wait, wait. I want place a little bit, though. Twist, what if Mike Pence... Isn't in heaven. He's actually he's in, in his place. own hell. He's in he's and in the his place? hell no, his hell is seeing people like you and I In heaven. And gay people oh. and trans people in heaven. That's Having a his big gay hell. party? Yes. pink drink. Now it's your heaven because you get to participate in Mike Penn's hell. Oh, and it all God. makes sense. Oh. See? God that's works in mysterious best, ways, that's man. That's the
1: best heaven, Michael.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: is a pretty good I can good watch heaven. him be so sad and upset about it. Mm-hmm. Dancing having a good time with Lady Gaga singing in Also, back. his
0: mother's not there. Mm. Mm. There it is. Yeah, that is a good twist. Yeah, see? Hmm.
2: I hope this collective heaven comes to pass <laughs> for all of us. What? Well,
0: <laughs> what if your heaven <laughs> is you getting to torture... The people you hate, it's hell. The thing is, I don't want... Like, Mother, I mean, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, you
1: are, sweetheart.
0: I, well, the thing is, I like the fact that it might be like a
2: passive passive torture, just like by me doing the things I want to do in heaven, I'm torturing Mike Pence for having to see it. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Like That's the kind of torture I can get behind. Um, but, so, Jack sees the... Uh, Ollie just kind of shut this guy down, uh, and the imam is clearly shocked, and he says there's like i have spoken with men like him before but he's the first person i've actually met who would act on such impulses of hatred it's like bro have you do you look at
1: the news like you're not doing your job yeah. friend and by the way this this goes for every religion if you're not, if you don't meet people who are extreme in your religion you're not doing your job as a pastor fucking reverend like fucking rabbi i don't care what you are there are crazy folks in every religion handle it
2: <laughs> yeah um, so the, Jack's just like, okay, well, we're gonna escort you from the mosque, you can have fun outside, and he's like, well, you know, I'd really like another chance to talk to him, and Jack just says, oh, sir, you can't be involved with in what's gonna <laughs> happen next. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, you go.
0: can't, um, <laughs> mm, some shit's gonna happen, and you don't, yeah. you don't wanna be here for that.
2: But I'm pretty sure torturing someone, particularly in the manner that Jack does, in a house of worship, mm. is some kind of, like, double-
1: Maybe triple sin. Yeah, that's yeah that'll get you sent to the bad place.
2: Yeah, um, so we see Jack kind of telling agents to get things set up on the monitors, um, which they're pulling in some video equipment, which are unknown use at the moment. And uh, Agent Baker calls Jack over, and he, f- for some reason, just repeats the phone number that was on Scyli's phone uh, as his last call. And who overhears this number?
0: <gasps> it's Kate. She overhears it. It's Marie's number. It's Marie's
2: phone. And she demands to know, how'd you get that number? <laughs> where, do you know where Marie is? And I'm sorry, Privilege. Here's how I got that number. <laughs> and so Baker just kind of scoots away and uh, Jack kind of kind of skirts around it for a moment. And then she's like, well, Marie killed Raisa and two agents and... Kate protests with like a whole heap and helping of horse shit, and Jack says a very 2002
0: sentence and says, "We have videotape on her."
1: <laughs>
0: you tape, know what? Bro. You know what's you know what's worse than that is, I didn't catch that. Like it didn't sound weird to me when he said, "I have videotape on her." Fuck. That's that's.
2: A, I mean, like it's to you and me, it's not that weird. But like rewatching this is like, oh, that's a very old timey <laughs> sentence. Tape, how fun.
1: <laughs> tape and how. All. how
2: how quaint. <laughs> and so Kate just still protests it like maybe someone stole her phone or some whatever. Oh, and God. Jack's like, you really believe that? Well, there's only one way you can prove it to me. Call her cell phone. And if she picks up, you have to talk to her long enough to get a trace on her. That's the deal, which isn't really a deal. Um, but she agrees. And Jack talks to Baker to set up a cell phone tra- trace and make it look like it's coming from Kate's phone. He must really
0: believe Kate. That she doesn't know anything, because otherwise, like, this is a bad move. I think he does, because, like, he's he's kind of defended her to Tony
2: already, and, like, to be fair, she is an idiot. <laughs> she seems like, like a moron. Yeah. Like, she's just a very, like, doe in the woods sort of, like, I think the fact that she's so shocked by literally everything that happens. But it
0: could be like a Kaiser Sose situation, you know? I- you gotta protect yourself and for those. And, and to be
2: fair, she was tortured by mm. a side
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um Was so, she though? They, they they did only cut her ear a right? little bit. So hmm. pierced ears. Hmm. Oh wow! You went like to a,
1: Claire's. Good job. Like, like a moron. <laughs> ironical. Like, <a> <laughs> like those motherfuckers that never lived.
2: <laughs> we cut to commercial at seven twenty four. We come back at uh, 728. You fought in the tub, laughing at yourself,
1: <laughs> laughing your ass off. Sorry. <laughs>
2: We're at 40 minutes. All right, actually, we're doing fine. We're doing good. Um, all right. So um, so Jack is kind of briefing Kate about the call with Marie as they approach a CTU agent who tells them, guys, what <laughs> I'm about to say, given season one of this show, is I hope it it knocked your guys' dicks off as just as much as it did mine. Quote, mm-hmm. well, we can triangulate within 15 to 30 mm-hmm. seconds. <laughs> and once we lock,
0: we can track the phone even after the call mm-hmm. ends. Mm-hmm. Technology has advanced a lot in the last 18 months. <laughs> Approximately 800%. Percent. Yeah. Because 800 it took Milo four fucking hours to do a trace. Yep. And I don't think he ever 50 figured 50 it minutes out.
2: To do it. It took
0: 50 minutes to do an incomplete trace in season one. Yeah, to narrow or it down maybe, to more
1: miles than it was before yeah. it. I wrote, maybe Milo was the worst. <laughs> uh, he, he was the his job. They they failed to hire somebody who could actually do got a job. Milo was terrible. Maybe CTU had some really old technology, and it
0: you know, it was like the old school, like, 70s phone tracing technology, and um, they found some new stuff, you know? Better funding new from food. David Palmer, because they saved his life, maybe, you know? Maybe. Got state-of-the-art I mean, shit now. Yeah,
2: I mean, they know how to triangulate cell phone signals, which, to be fair, was kind of an emerging field. Um, so... Kate asks, well, what happens if someone else answers? And Jack's just like, well, that's what we need to find out, Kate. That was her whole fucking don't goal. Know. We don't
0: care who answers. We just want to know where the fucking phone is.
2: Yeah. So Kate hesitates, uh, and Jack implores her to call and says, this this could literally save millions of lives. So she finally dials, and Marie answers, which, why the fuck would Marie answer the phone?
1: <sighs> and her sister calling.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What? She hates
0: her sister. Yeah, she hates her sister and wants her
1: to die. Like she's no, she doesn't. She was to going be fair, to, n- to be fair, she hates her for ruining a wedding to a man that she just murdered. So she didn't really love him that much. It was a sham. Well, so, there was never going to be
0: a wedding because there was going to be a nuclear explosion at some point. Well, to no, be no, fair, the they, they were sw- in the I
1: do- I do- kind of we had seven. That's true. They, were- they would
0: have been married at this point.
1: <laughs>
2: we'll married. Yeah. Their reception would have been mm. a real dozer.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's still she's still at she's still her sister, so she, she it, it's possible she may have been like okay, let's talk, but no. Well, uh, so Kate Kate does a
2: passable job of like trying to pretend and be like no, she doesn't. I mean, not really, <laughs> no. but like
1: like Kate tries to like can we meet back at the house? She, 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 she maybe grab a bite. She cries immediately.
2: She's <laughs> crying, and so Marie like deadpan, she's like, oh, they found Reza, haven't they? They know what happened, and Kate just immediately starts bawling. Yeah, she's falling. She's like, okay, good (laughs) job. Marie says, you wouldn't understand what I've been through. People have to die for things to change, and we hear the agent say, the call's locked, but we see Marie immediately throw her her phone out the car window, and Jack says, well, we have a location. Have LAPD shut down a 10-block area and send an APB for Marie's description, which I I feel like 10 blocks is not big enough for She could drive 10 blocks by the time that call goes yeah.
1: no. Nah, plus, she's a brunette now. So she's yeah. good to go.
2: No one knows. Um, so Kate just kind of like curls up on the ground against a pillar
1: and she just starts yelling at Jack. That's like,
2: you don't know who she was with. They oh, could have been God. forcing her.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, guys, it, it, if you want to know how this sounds, imagine privilege yelling. That's how it sounded to me. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. pure a privilege. Had a voice. Yeah, it was. You don't know what terrible.
2: I've been through. I paid for college. <laughs> i've i've earned everything i've done um so jack just kind of looks at her and says i'm sorry and then he walks away and we cut to uh no we got a tiny clock it's uh 7 32 please take a drink and uh we see agent fedora working at his desk and uh tony asks michelle if there's any word from the ranger station still banging on about kim and uh michelle says no but then uh murdoch informs that he informs him that he's found something and then he talks a whole bunch of shit about. I thought he pulled CG. up Minesweeper
0: at one point. Was that
2: was that just Michael? He put a, a CGI Matrix on the thing and uh, made a duplicate layer, and then, yeah, it was
0: all sorts of
2: CSI bullshit. bullshit. But mm-hmm. we find the traces of a written number, N thirty four, and Bingo. Uh, Mur- <laughs> Murdoch says there are <laughs> additional it. numbers, I'm but close. I need more time to find them. And Tony says. Sets Michelle up to finding out what that number could be from, from uh, VIN numbers to license plates to shipping manifests. He also says get crypto on the line to see if it's a code, which I'm no mathematician, but I'm pretty sure you need more than three <coughs> characters to decrypt a code that includes a letter and two numbers. Code to the right. Yeah, you are correct, sir. yeah you're going to need a few game. of them. Yeah. And like a cipher of some kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, whatever.
0: Um, Since so we get another tiny clock at 7:30. I just imagine the dangerous. conversation is like, hey, uh, you're from crypto? Yeah, we need you to come over. We have uh, three letters and we don't know if it's a code.
1: And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Just hang up you on got, them. Yeah. Hey, bro, we've been working on the Zodiac code <laughs> for 40 years. Eat a whole bag of dicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, oh, I know what the code is. It says N34. I go, fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the beginning of a I don't know, segment
2: of numbers That begins with N34 <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing That's the yeah. whole entirety hey, of it Hey
1: buddy, Mercury Rising with Big Willis and Haley Joel, Joel Wasn't a real thing We can't do that So good luck, bye That wasn't Haley Joel, was it? Yeah, I don't know No, nah, that was uh, that
2: was the little kid from um, Oh, you're movie. right Jonathan Lipnicki? Yeah. No not No, something. it was not yeah. Jonathan no, Lipnicki no. no. <laughs>
1: There it is
2: I got it He was in, uh, he was in Kindergarten Cop he was the girls have a penis. Uh, nope, <laughs> other way around. He was the uh, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Kid, our mom says that our dad is a real sex machine. Um. Anyway, so we get another tiny clock. Please to take a drink. It is seven thirty-three, and Jack hears about uh, what they found on the on the uh, burnt fragment of paper, and he rushes in again, leans down into the face of uh Sidley, and whisper shouts, "You screwed up, Ali." We're gonna cross-reference that with everything we have, and we're gonna, we're, and we're picking up Marie Warner as we speak. Everything's coming together, and we will find the bomb. So you can either tell me now, or I can make you suffer. You want to suffer? And Ali says, "I told you,
0: I'm not afraid to die." And what does Jack say? The only way you're going to die
1: today is if I kill you. The bomb's not going off. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, You know, he 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 he's just telling Ali it's about to get real up in here let's Mm -hmm. find out how it does it's one of those moments that i wish, like
2: i don't want to torture anybody but like that moment of like just complete certainty from jack just like you're not going anywhere until i say you are like i am i am your 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 god right now
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so weird though like just imagine that there are people like that out there Mm -hmm. that's kind of disturbing every day
1: Every day, Michael. Yeah. Well, moment. <laughs> well, the thing about
2: this line, <laughs> thinking about those people out there, mm-hmm. that line is actually um, not that bad, all things considered, because uh, Agent Baker walks in and tells Jack the satellite link is up. And Jack says, okay, cool, patch in the live feed. And what do we and see Oh,
1: it's the sex room. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, it'd be his family. It'd be his, his wife, his wife, and two sons. And a daughter, I think. No, just two just two sons, yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, I in the hands of the security agency of his home country. Bound and gagged with guns in their heads. Because Jack ain't fucking round. And Jack just says, I
2: despise you for making me do this. They're waiting for my order. Which... I really do think Jack probably does not like the fact that this is going on. But he says, these men will kill your family if you don't tell us where the bomb is now. And Ali just kind of stares shocked at the screen. And Jack says, this is your last chance. And Ali just shakes his head violently as
0: we cut to commercial at 734. I will say that Syed, he held out a lot longer than I I expected him to. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, Yes. (sighs) But... Yeah, and Curtis, yeah, we'll we'll get to this. Um,
2: So at the NROC, um, we see Mike Novick walk into Palmer's office again while Palmer is watching an interrogation live uh, of an old man being electrocuted mm-hmm. in a tub of water. And uh, Mike asks David if he's aware that Jack is threatening the lives of Said Ali's family and that he contacted security forces in Ali's country who are holding his family hostage and that he wants to assassinate them one by one until Ali breaks and David uh can't believe this can we and let he, this happen so he asked Mike if they think they'll actually do it and and like can we let this happen and like Mike Mike like really tries to play this off like with some political like early 2000s bullshit mm-hmm. and like <laughs> it's like he kind of says like well i mean the the rationale is that the bomb is an act of war. Wars lead to casualty. It's kind of just like bombing a weapons factory near a hospital. A few people may have to die to save millions of people. And David's not happy with that, that answer at all. He
0: shouldn't be, but he's right. just such a douche that, like, I immediately want to take the other side.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, he's right. I, I, I this scene was fine because I, I do. It's like okay, David's morals are still condoning him from like killing an innocent family. Mm -hmm. Right. It gets worse in the next scene that David is in. And we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so we, we cut back to Jack and he's still trying to persuade Ali to, uh, cooperate. And now he's kind of talking quietly to him. And I think this is where the scene where Jack was kind of like punching him uncontrollably earlier kind of comes into place. Like that was Jack, I think trying to like persuade Ali that like, he was at his, like, wits end, that he had no... Car- like, he was just beating him to, like, try to break him through that, and it was like, this was his play mm-hmm. the whole time, obviously. Um, but he starts discussing the personal details of his family and saying, he's like, well, your son, Assad won't reach his 12th birthday next week. And uh, God, he tries so to commit. <laughs> he's fucking cold, man. Yeah, he, he's... It's weird, like, he goes from these moments of showing emotion to just being, like, a fucking shark. Like, yeah. just dead eyes... And he like, even when he's like trying to talk about like, hey, I get it. I saw a family member killed in front of me when there's nothing I could do. Like, you know, trying to talk about Terry. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to do this unless you talk. Like, you know,
0: even when he's talking about like Terry, like
2: there's no emotion to it whatsoever.
0: Yeah. I mean, Saiyata Lee doesn't quite believe him, though, which seems odd.
1: It yeah, it really does to me. Like, he's he seems fine. and like He thinks America is this, this demon. That's what he kind of picturing him as. Right. But he thinks, you won't do this right. to and my that's family. What I don't get. Yeah, like, he's,
0: he's about to nuke an entire city full of people. And, like, he doesn't think that Jack's really going to do it, even though he's got well, to round is, it up.
2: So, I think this is something that kind of – we talked about this earlier. Like, when we realized that, like, Ali was here in the U.S. in person – it's like he was a financier before this. Like I don't think he was really like a kind of in the field guy. Mm. Um, and he said he kind of says waveringly that like I'm doing Allah's work. Uh, you know I believe in this. I'm not gonna. And I think it's just a matter of like I don't think he saw this as a possibility. Even I thought he just kind of like this was his first mission out there, and he was gonna like do you know Allah's work. And then like I don't think he saw that like
0: oh there could be repercussions for me like right now. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah.
1: He's like, I'm just going to uh, blow up, and that's it. I said, chick out real, real fast for Ali, and he didn't really realize what was at stake. Um, right. And what was willing to be done. Uh, so I I think, yeah, the end of this episode is kind of a telling telling place for someone who's that kind of into what he wants to get done, and then a uh, telling place for Jack about what he's willing to do to, to make sure that everybody's safe. So right, and so
2: I think the end of this episode specifically, we'll get well. Obviously, we'll get to it, but like speaks a lot to the nature of like what torture does to people. Um. So so, Ali says he's doing Allah's work, and then Jack gets interrupted with a call from President Palmer, and Palmer expressly and obviously Ali can't hear this this conversation, but. Expressly forbids the assassination of Ali's family, saying that the U.S. will not be involved in killing children, and this uh, is we can't be a country that does this. And David says that's the decision is final and ends the call. And what does Jack do? Jack plays the old
0: trick, mm-hmm. plays, plays a little charade, uh, plays a little, making him think that he's still talking to President Palmer. And uh, not only is he agreeing with Jack begrudgingly, um, he's giving the the go ahead. I know it's a tough decision, Mm -hmm. but it's the right call.
2: And, like, basically, and, like, as Ali hears every single word, I think it starts to sink in. It's like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Which, again, I feel, like, Syed Ali knows the security forces in his country, which, like, Mike Novick said earlier. is like, they're unpredictable. They might kill him just on a whim. And, like, I feel like this would just make Ali want to kill us even more and not give you information. Um, But
1: we... Sorry, go ahead. No, it could... Right, yeah. you're, If it's going to happen already, then if you're willing to kill my kids, then I might as well go ahead and kill you. i have write about you all along, is right. what I at least should say, yeah. you're the devil. So let's go ahead and get this I'm done. Go and
2: light this candle, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we get a tiny clock. It is 7.30, sorry, 7.43, and we cut to the Rock where Mike Novick is on the phone telling someone named Rich that Roger Stanton isn't available, and I'm not sure what he will be, and I don't know where he is. Stop Roger Stanton a
0: little tied up at the moment. Oh, boom, got him. You could say it's (laughs) shocking how busy he is.
2: His feet are all wet. (laughs) Oh, shit, I gave it away. (laughs) Um, So he tells Rich to call Scott Brandt, the acting director of the NSA, who at this point is probably also a traitor. Um, And he hangs up, and we see Lynn Kresge, uh, the president's aide, pull him aside and says, tell him, I don't trust Sherry Palmer's involvement here today. And... Mike just does not want to hear this. He says, I'm really busy covering up all this Stanton shit, so <laughs> kind of deal with your problems yourself. And Everyone's got problems, Lynn. So Lynn says, I can handle my turf, but what does she reveal to to Mike Novick?
1: She has a source that has stated to her that Sherry has been in contact with Lugger Standard for the past six months. Yep. A flurry of talking. communications which emails, Mike realizes
2: contradicts Roger's claim that he'd only met Sherry that day.
0: Mm-hmm. And Lynn man Lynn is fucking loving this right now.
2: Yeah, she has a pretty good line. She's like cuz Mike kind of can't believe it and she's like you've known Sherry a long time is today indicative of how she operates and Mike just kind of nods and he just like she's well then this shouldn't be a surprise yeah. to you.
1: I, I wrote. I wrote in my notes, by the way, guys. Um, Lynn's a mole, <laughs> in part of this. I'm just because she her. has a mole. That's weird. I don't trust her at all because I. I'm like, you know, I, here's the thing. Yeah, is Sherry doing dirt? I think yeah. But Lynn, she's trying to make make a little war inside the old Rock Well, see, so Curtis, I had I had a different thought
2: here because so Mike asks Lynn, "What's up?" And she tells him, "Well, I've been getting everything." so far through an intermediary but now i have a secret meeting with the informant set up off off the compound in about 10 minutes which first of all it must take more than 10 minutes to get off a secure army facility right yeah from like the presidential compound right I think yeah. so okay um and mike shocked says well i'm not going to tell the president because he's got too much on a, on his plate go ahead with the meeting but i don't believe sherry's a palmer or a is a traitor <laughs> and then he tells her to be careful and walks away and like that seems like Mike just let her walk into a trap.
0: Yeah, that's what I wrote. Like, do we think Lynn is going to survive this meeting?
2: Yeah, I was instantly like on edge about Mike Novick. Yeah. It's like, oh, that seems like a weird move for him.
0: So how are we feeling? You guys, you guys both you guys are both in love with Mike Novick. What about what? now?
2: I mean, Mike is the best, but right. I don't know. I'm suspicious of him mm-hmm. now, which is a new place for me.
1: <laughs> I don't trust Lynn. <laughs>
2: Sorry.
1: Well, Curtis, you don't trust. Who? Lynn. Or just nobody. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm beginning to trust Tony. Oh. oh. But but for the most part, I don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Curtis,
2: before we move on to the next scene, um, I happen—I feel like you're really straying off the Tom Hanks movie over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. It appears to be where the wild things are.
1: Yeah, it is. Is that is that it produced by Tom Hanks? I think I think he's in this movie. <laughs> you <laughs> I, think or I, you know? I, I believe he is a voice in the movie. Really? He's, he's not. He doesn't show up on the starring. Let's. Does he not? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> well. That's my bad.
0: <laughs> oh, and it was produced lie. it was produced by Tom Hanks, yes. He is a producer on it.
1: So so the the reason I, I played this movie in particular is I think that, you know, w- when 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 the kid goes to the forest in his book, mm-hmm. the wild things a little surprising, a little shocking, a mm-hmm. little you know I want to see something different than you. I would rather see an animal than what you are. And if I'm in the California wilderness, I want to see a puma more than Johnny Drama. You yeah. know? That's just fair. Let's be honest. That. Fuck. Let the I'm wild like, n- cougar rumpus begin. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Nah, son. Because the cougar will eat me. But I don't know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's Probably scary. other things than eat
2: me. A lot of bad things. Um, yeah, so we get a tiny clock at 746, please take a drink, Um, and we see Jack on a satellite phone, another old thing, uh, telling someone to go ahead and proceed with the oldest son and then move on to the youngest son if that doesn't work, and holy shit, he's going to do it, Um, and Kate Warner is down the hallway, and she kind of hears him, and he walks into Ali's cell and says, all right, you have one last chance to tell me where the bomb is, or your son, Assad, dies. And I know what you think you're doing is right, but it is my job to not let it happen. Please don't make me do this. Assad is just a boy. Tell me where the bomb is.
1: Ugh. It, Jesus Christ. I have two sons. Um, I would cut my entire body off of, of myself before I let them be hurt. So to watch this guy kind of, you know, deny giving Jack the information before he let his son be killed was painful. Like, I see him trying to struggle with it, but to just say, you know what? No. I have to kill these people because it's what Allah wants to let his kid die. It's just, it's dumb to me. I don't, yeah. like, I love you boys. You're my friends. You're my friends for for decades upon, close to decades. i kill you both to save my sons who who are three and one. And I hope you know that. Michael, here's here's what the father thinks. A real father, I will burn this solar system and this universe to keep my kids safe. All right, Thanos. right, I'll kill all y'all. <laughs> yeah, don't don't oh, give me Thanos. Don't. I believe you, it. You know what you know what you know what Thanos wants. I Gosh. know it was the wrong one. I, it just came to my head. <laughs> anyway, so
2: Ali just kind of shakes his head again, really violently, like clearly struggling with it, but not not getting there. <laughs> And uh, Jack just has had enough. And he yells into the satellite phone to kill him. And on the monitor, we see a masked man kick Assad on the chest to knock his chair flat. And then he, he reaches over and fires two rounds down at Assad. And we hear screaming from everyone else in the video, of the mother or the other son. And Ali just like violently sh- hangs his head in his chair, sobbing, while Jack just tells him Yells at him to tell him where the bomb is, and I'll spare your family. And Ali just says, I won't tell you, sobbing, and we cut to commercials. That's fucked up, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. That was yeah. tough to watch. Yeah, that was... Oh, uh, fuck. And then he still... Yeah, was- I mean, I, you gotta hand it to him. He's... He didn't give in, I guess. <laughs> what? Like... Uh, but he, he was gonna break. You could tell. I'm sorry. You can't do that and then be okay with the rest of it moving forward. So... Right.
2: Yeah, and that's—I mean, yeah—I—I I don't know. Uh, so we cut to commercial at seven forty-seven. We come back at seven fifty-one, and we see a silver sedan rolling up to an abandoned forest campground building. And uh, Lynn Kresge gets out to meet her informant, and she walks into the kind of the past of the campground.
0: And that's just such a
2: shady as fuck meeting place, too. Very shady. I don't know why she went alone. And this is actually when I when I saw her there, I was like, oh yeah, she's defo dead, and. <laughs> She walks past the edge of the building, and she hears a voice say, "Your meeting changed. Now it's with me." <laughs> mm. And she's, she's dressed it's like what bounce. Sherry
0: dressed. She's dressed like what Sherry Palmer thinks, like a private. eye like doing a, a secret she meeting looks like should if wear. Paddington Bear guys, became a
1: detective. <laughs> what I wrote is, "Where in the world is Cameron good old Diego? Sherry Palmer?" <laughs> yeah, she she looks like.
2: Like the whatever like the boxcar children. Are. Like if they ran <laughs> into like a like old timey detective, that's who it would look like.
0: <laughs> the fuck fuck, I haven't thought about the boxcar kids <laughs> Jeez, ever. I I have Holy my shit. dude shit.
2: Yeah, like it, she like literally it's like a mix of like Carmen Sandiego, Paddington Bear. Like <laughs> she's just like uh, it's absurd. Um and so she says
0: And Randy. Also and Randy, Randy, a mix of Randy. Randy.
2: Just, you think you've connected me with Roger Stanton, but that's what they want you to think. Lynn and rightly like, asks, okay, who's they? Who is they? It's just like, the same people who are conspiring with Roger Stanton to take over the presidency. You
0: mean you? Yeah. And So is she trying to convince Lynn that she's like a secret double-crosser? Double-double-crosser? I think she's trying to convince him that she's being
2: framed as a double-crosser, which... Okay. But she
0: still talked to Roger. Yeah. How do they frame that? They know about face-to-face meetings, and they pretended not to have known each other. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Yep. I don't trust nobody. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. So Lynn's like, okay, so you're confirming
2: that Roger Stanton is one involved in a shadowy cabal to take over the government. and, uh, And you're trying to tell me you know all about this, but you're not involved? And Sherry just says, I don't have to be involved to know the moves they're making, Lynn. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a. Sh- it's literally a shadowy cabal of, like, world leaders trying to take over the presidency. Like, you kind of, the whole point is you have to be involved to know what they're <laughs> <laughs> doing. And so Lynn says, well, why the hell haven't you spoken to the president if you knew all this? Or why didn't you even talk to talk to me at the retreat? Why did I have to come out to this creepy forest ground? Um,
1: and Sherry just says, I wanted to make a point. I wanted to slang this thing around. You know, she's saying to you, hey, Lynn, you're trying to end up dead. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. Do better. Yeah, so Lynn hears that.
2: She's trying to make a point or a warning, because I believe you have your own, not the president's interests at heart, and I will do everything in my power to ensure you don't hurt David or undermine this administration, which is, a, Curtis, your point, a good way to get dead. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Real dead. Real
2: fast. (laughs) Which, again, like, if you think someone that you're talking to is involved in a shadowy cabal to overthrow the presidency,
0: you don't taunt them, right? I feel like,
1: like... No, you leave town. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: you definitely, you might say something once you get in the car and, like, turn it on, you start to drive away and you roll down the window, like, just a crack and be like, that's right, bitch, fuck you! And then you drive (laughs) away real fast.
2: Yeah, like, definitely, like, I'll definitely wait till I get back to the Rock to be
1: like, Oh, yeah. I, no, I'm not doing any of that shit you just said. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, all no, this, bad. This is the key in moment, moment, right? Yeah. Where it's like, what, you, you called her a bitch? No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I called her. Yeah. You, so said, said, you said traitor? <laughs> you called her a traitor? No. Yeah. I called her to her face. I said traitor. I said, <laughs> I, said I said traitor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Lynn just stalks back to her car, leaving Sherry kind of staring off into the the forest, and we are now back in the basement of the mosque where Jack tells Ali that Assad is dead and there's nothing I can do to change that, but you can save Farid's life right now if you tell me in 10 seconds you're running out of time. Uh, take a drink, even though I don't want you to, because it's tense up in here. I will tell these men to kill your last son. Where is the bomb? And Ali kind of grunts in anger and fear, and Jack, Jack just gives the order to kill Farid just as Ali says, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And Jack holds the order. Ali finally revents and relents and reveals that the bomb is at Norton Airfield. The plan was to fly the bomb over downtown and detonate it. And uh, he insists that it's true, and Jack radios this information over to George Mason, and Michelle immediately connects the number N-34 to a t- plain tail m- number, since every tail number at that airfield starts with N, which N for convenient. Norton. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, George orders some uh, CTU tactical teams to Norton to secure the bomb and has Michelle contact the FAA to ground all flights and direct two F-16s to the region. And we, so real quick, so we see C- CTU agents kind of removing Ali from the mosque as he is yelling that, it's like, I will kill you, Jack, for killing my boy. Uh, and like, again, like, obviously Ali
0: was a radical. He was going to nuke them. Like, but this is how you make people, like, like killers for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is he going to do now? Send him to Guantanamo or whatever. I like, he's just gonna, I mean, he's going to do it again and worse.
2: Yeah. Like Jack made him actively worse by everything he did. Mm -hmm. And although the guy
0: was going to nuke an entire city. So like again, what is worse?
2: (laughs) Right. But as we'll see here in a second, so, (laughs) so Kate, uh, is, Again, still in this hallway, and she gets pushed up by a C2 agent as Ali gets led past. And she just looks at Jack and says, how could you? You're worse than they are to Jack. And Jack just kind of stares daggers at her and ignores her and just picks up his radio and says, reconnect the satellite feed to Ali's family. And he hears confirmation that the feed is restored and just, again, gives Kate this, like, somehow disgusted look, <laughs> I felt like. yeah, And... Walks past her to talk with Agent Baker, and Kate slowly sidles over to the monitors, and what do we see? Uh, half of the screen
0: was a different feed?
1: There's a, we see a tracking error on the right side yeah. of the screen. And what does it right. reveal? I, I, I really... It reveals that his son is still alive. Yeah. Sadly, his oldest son is still alive. He's just fine. But I called so much bullshit on the scene. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I would have said to Kate Warner, if you believe... That we haven't murdered several Arabian kids to get information, you're naive.
0: Let's yeah, but it was like it. a
1: it was like a network show. <laughs>
0: so and that was real dark what you just said. So they didn't want yeah. to add that one into the to the old twenty four. This again
2: was one of the most popular yeah. shows
0: in prime <laughs> the, time the, for like the prime time television inch. show on Sunday I'm hearing, night.
1: I'm hearing what your you guys are saying. It's real cute, but who was our uh, sec def at this point in time No 2 Rumsfeld. Old Donnie. A, little, a little Rumsfeld action? Yeah. yeah. We was killing bitches. Mm.
0: That's fair. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, can somebody... Can we go back just a second? At C2 yeah. when George is yelling at everyone what to do, he says... Remember the no unnecessary contact rule, and can somebody explain? Is that like fifteen yards, or is that a five <laughs> it's yard penalty? That no one is allowed to call
1: their families. Uh, uh, what, what what color are they, Michael? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, just tell me. White, what white, uh, are they white. Mm-hmm. Fifteen spot, spot penalty, spot penalty, spot foul. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Forty-five yards, Short, thirty first miles,
1: thirty-mile penalty. That's no good. You got a personal foul. Boop. Automatic well, s- automatic touchdown. We're good. Well,
2: speaking of uh, of uh white folks getting I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this one. Um so Kate is, is it about Kim? That's <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about Kate. Um <laughs> <It's quite laughs> speaking of white it's folks it's getting it's the benefit the of the of the doubt, uh Kate revises her assessment of Jack and just like says the very obvious it was all an act. <laughs> And Jack's just like, yeah, yeah, I was idiot. Um, we need you to come to the airfield to talk to Marie because we know we're gonna be there, and we don't have much time. Which, again, pretty analogous to we're running out of time. Yeah, count, count it, take a drink. Um, so they walk outside, and we see Jack and Kate jump into a silver silver SUV, and we get a split screen. We see uh Kate and Kate and Jack riding in the SUV. We see Lonnie. Apparently the name of uh Kev- or Matt Dillon's character. <laughs> Is it Matt or Kevin? I don't even it's know. Kevin. It's Kevin. Um Kim? Kim. Kim? Um, so he's leading Kim through the woods, and we see David Palmer continuing to watch Roger Stanton being tortured. And like he's just watching Torture Porn. He's been here.
0: watching it for like an hour and fifteen an minutes hour, now?
2: Yeah, straight. And like I, I feel like this was something in, like I don't know, it probably had not come to light yet in 2002 when the show was being written and made, but, like, the effects that, like, torture has on you for the information you give, and, like, it can't, it's not always dependable, and, like, it usually winds up radicalizing people more, like, like, suddenly, they, like, obviously he was, I think, a more, like, he had a a terrible plot that he was, you know, you know, trying to pull off, but, like, didn't seem like a true believer until Jack made him one, you know? Um,
0: and yeah, like, and like, what is I, Roger Stanton going to do after he gets out of this? Like, he's like, well, even if he was kind of against the president, now he's just going to be like, well, I know all the CIA shit and all the secrets, and I have coral yeah. snake teams, and, like, I'm just going to kill everybody now. And, like, David's, David's fine publicly, like,
2: again, this is the NSA chief. You can't just, like, let him go. Like, he's not going to disappear. Yeah. He's... Torturing an American citizen without a warrant against against
0: judges' wishes on American soil. After illegally locking up <laughs> one of the yeah. favorite newsmen. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just
2: like this like game that he's playing, just like this moral high horse that he's on, is just like, still torturing bitches, man. What are you doing? Um, so at Norton Airfield, we see Marie Warner slip into one of the hangars and approach Omar from the truck earlier. Well, actually, Omar was not in the truck earlier, was no, he? No,
0: he didn't look like the same
2: guy. Cause the guy yeah. in the truck was like, he was all He came Younger. Yeah. Young and scared. Um, but, uh, so we see him working on a device and Marie hands him the trigger that she pulled out of Marco's locker and he plugs it into the device that he's working on and checks the trigger, which works. And then he walks over and inserts the trigger into the bomb, which lights up and begins beeping. Um, and he tells her, it's time to go pray. And we see another terrorist close up the chest with a bomb in it. And we cut to black. It is 7.59 59 seconds. Shit's about to get real. Real, real. Real fast. So, Curtis, I want to know, one, how you're feeling about this
1: show right now in general. <laughs> Ugh. So they managed to put Kim in the wild with a, an animal who's worse than a cougar. That's fun. Although um, we only had to see her for like no forty five yeah. seconds. There's a wild drama after her. It's happening. <laughs> um,
2: he's relentless. I don't. I don't, don't trust Michelle. Now.
1: I'm sorry. I don't trust Lynn or Sherry. You know, fuck both of you. Do you think they're like trying to double cross each other at the same time? I think. I think that Lynn is, can't is double trying to double-cross Sherry. Sherry is playing a different level of chess. She doesn't care. Mm, okay. Um, I do think Lynn
2: is outclassed. I, do, I, I genuinely think she's on the president's side here. I just don't think she knows what – I think she still sees Sherry Palmer as an outsider who's trying to get back into David's good graces, like just an ex-wife. I don't think she knows what Sherry's capable of. No. no. Definitely so So
1: not. one of them is going to end up with David's eye on their finger. That's dark, I know, but <laughs> I said it. There it is. It's fair. Um, uh, both Jack Bauer and Lee are terrible fathers. There you yeah. go. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's it.
2: That's fair. Um, well, <laughs> Kim is obviously on her way to a horrible place, but... um, <laughs> P- 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 um Town? Yeah.
0: Pumaville?
1: Puma um,
2: Curtis, what do you think is going to happen with this bomb?
1: Um, the bomb's not going to go off. That's it's easy. You, th- you, don't, think, sh- you don't think the bomb's going to go off? Well, the show exists for what six more seasons?
2: Yeah, something. Like, oh no, eight. seven, maybe eight. I don't I'm know. Saying, an, so, so no,
1: no bomb in L.A. Um, it may be that the the prince or whoever's married to who's the monarch in this show? I don't um. Wants wants more money or power or shopping privileges. I don't give a shit. What it's, are you <laughs> talking about?
2: We've not met. We've met like
1: one prime you, minister what, of what a country saying, that's saying, winky wink, not you're saying, Afghanistan. Where are, we, where are we going? So why is this nuclear bomb happening? It it could it be to affect markets or to get more money in the, the pocket of someone who's even more evil than the, uh, a next big bad? I don't know, well, but I I assume it's not Russia just being like, hey, you know what? Fucking nuke the U.S well so
2: we know that there's a cabal within David's government that Roger Stanton is apparently trying to let this bomb explode are, or at least are they, make it look like it's gonna be because because they're what trying to actively us. I mean like I mean the American military unit under the guidance of Roger Stanton shot down the agent trying to stop it do you think mm, it's possible that Just
1: the coral snakes
0: though do you think it's possible that who's ever in within the government trying to undermine David doesn't think there's actually there actually is a bomb Could like be? maybe like they Cush, they like Cush. entered into this and they're like we're gonna pretend like there's a bomb
1: because imagine paul ryan had a spine right Can't. how would how would it. that Can't. how would that government react to the situation right now in america
2: uh i mean probably just what what do the democrats think because <laughs> he just opposed it <laughs> uh here's a question for you curtis go ahead since we brought up the coral snakes are they all dead no. Okay. Where do you think
1: they're at? I mean, they there's one about? who's still alive. At least the Colonel. Colonel Samuels? Yeah, Colonel Samuels. Samuels. Not Sanders, <laughs> Colonel, Samuels. Sanders. Samuels. Colonel Samuels is still alive. And then there's got to be somebody who Jack met in basic who's still alive. That's mm-hmm. the, story, the story point.
2: Somebody has got to bond to when they try to recruit Someone him.
1: Someone who they can say, yeah, you know this person, Jack. They were close to you in basic training. Help us out. So... Yeah. Someone so, so so at least three members of the old Coral Unit who are still alive. Maybe okay. red, black, and yellow. Ooh.
2: Mm. You so you think uh friend of Jack or Kill a Fellow? <laughs> when they meet up. It's
1: Kill a Fellow, dude. <laughs>
2: Alright. Well, um I'm excited for where this next episode or two are gonna go. I think Curtis, you're gonna like this one. This was a tough episode to watch. Uh like up until now, I think Jack has kind of been like you root for him because he's, you know, just a general badass.
1: This sucked. This was just bad. This is bad, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I I understand what he was doing, but I was so mad at him. Yeah. As, as a father. I'm like, I would give you anything. Here. Here's my forearm. Here's all the information you want to know. Here's my foot, my leg. I don't give a shit. Let my kids go. So yeah. it was kind of hard to watch Jack be like, you know what? I'm gonna kill that one. <laughs> and then in 10 kill minutes. that one next. That one's dead too. It's like, Well, I only have two. Shit, bro. You can't kill both of them. I
2: need need those kids.
1: Hashtag legacy.
2: (laughs) Well, fellas, I think that's going to do it for us this week on The Longest Days of Our Lives. I almost said Trends in Low Places, but I didn't, so I'm going to cut this part out. Hey, (laughs) all right. Um, Nailed it. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. And uh, if you want to share a crazy theory with us or uh, kind of send a question to Stump Curtis with, you can reach us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get. Uh, we love to hear from our fans. So if you want to uh, send us a question or have us read a message to another listener, shoot us a message. We'll, we'll read everything. Um And if you like the show, you'd probably also like our sister show, the longest, nope, (laughs) the longest trends of our days. (laughs) Um, You'd probably like our sister show, Trends in Low Places, which uh, Michael and I and occasionally Curtis, when he's traveling, uh, uh, we talk about stupid internet stories, uh, and uh, we make fun of them. So if you like this one, uh, you'd almost certainly like that show. So, uh, you know, give it a listen. And uh, Curtis, how else can people help us out?
1: Yeah, guys, if you want to help us out, Go ahead and subscribe to this show or Trends in Little Places on your podcast app of choice, whether it be iTunes, it's your Podbean, Podcast Addict, or Spotify. However you get spo- uh, your podcast every week, go ahead and subscribe to us on that so we can become a podcast juggernaut. Um, and when you do that, go ahead and rate and review us so we can move up the charts um but michael how can the folks help us out in the old social medias
0: yeah you can find us at uh, twitter and facebook at l dual cast and you can also find uh trends in low places at t i l p cast as well um and when you see us post something on there if you are following us please please give us a share uh retweet um comment like favorite uh you know, let us know what you liked about the show or what you didn't like. Um, And, you know, thank you everyone who's been supporting us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, Well, fellas, we're
2: running out of time. Toodles. Ha <laughs> ha.